everybody. I'm Ashley Doffner. And I'm Jason Cardenosa, and you're listening to the Apples and Orange Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Apples and Oranges podcast, and uh, so this is our third episode. Yes. Right? We're going to try to nail this one down. Yeah, we're, we're on week three, and uh, yeah, we're going to try and get it right this time. We're going to try and get it right. Uh, for all of you that are out there listening or watching, uh, we, we definitely want you to be part of the conversation, so uh, if you can send us your thoughts, your comments, topics that you want us to talk about, topics you want us to tackle, we'd greatly appreciate that. You can find us on uh, Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcast, and you could also uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Apples and Oranges. Yes. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we get into today's episode, there's just uh, you know a couple things we want to we want to say. Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Coming mm-hmm. up, right? So what do you have going on for Memorial Day weekend? Um, I actually have a, f- a few things going on. Yesterday I had oh, nothing yeah, going zero. on. Zero. Yep, nothing. But today I have uh, two barbecues. Two barbecues? Mm-hmm. When are they? On Sunday. Both of them on Sunday? Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> relatives barbecues? Yes. And church barbecue? Yep. Wow, you've got your plate full. Yeah, Sunday's usually a busy day. I have church in the morning and then usually an event, and now I have two events, so... And now you have two events. We're going to celebrate, uh, me and Serena, my wife, we're going to celebrate our 15th wedding anniversary on Saturday. Uh-huh, very nice. And then Sunday we've got the same uh, barbecue uh, that you're going to, the, the church barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then Monday we have a family barbecue uh, that we do, you know, kind of like a family reunion. Oh, yeah. Normally mm-hmm. we go to um, Mammoth Battleground uh, Park, but this year because my uh, stepdad isn't feeling well we're actually going to do it at my mother's house so before you know we move on we do just want to take a minute to thank all of the veterans out there thank everybody uh, who uh, is enlisted or is retired from the armed services you may be on the you know the national guard reserves or or the army reserves Uh, we just do want to take a moment to thank you for um, all that you do for this country uh, to give us the freedoms and the liberties that uh, that we know um, and we've grown up with here in America, one of the greatest country in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we definitely want to take a moment to thank you uh, for your sacrifices. The families have sacrificed not only time, but uh, but also the lives of those that have been lost in past wars or previous or, or current wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Things going on in Ukraine uh, right now and. Uh, the, all around the world. So thank you for, for everybody out there, and, and we wish you a blessed Memorial Day. Yes. The other, the other uh, comment, right, we want to talk about is, is just what, what's going on in Texas. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, what's There's going on in Texas? There's been a shooting that happened in, in Texas at the elementary school. How many, what, so how many lives were affected by that? It was 19 tr- children, right? And yep. then tw- 21 altogether. It was two teachers, right, and 19 children. Yeah, two children, uh, 19 children and, and two uh, adults or teachers down there. And so our hearts, yeah, uh, really our sad. prayers uh, go down to the family members, uh, all the friends, everybody that's really um, affected by that tragedy. Um, we, we're praying for you. We're asking that God's peace would come upon you uh, yeah. and, and that you would um, you would find uh, you would find um you know, just peace in God. 
that you would band together um, as, as friends, as family member, and that you would honor uh, the loved ones that uh, are no longer with us. So yeah, that's our prayers go out to you. That's very sad. Yes, very, very sad. You seem disconnected. No, I'm not disconnected. Are you here? Are you with I'm us today? I'm here, yes. I'm you sure? Here. Yes, I'm just upset about that whole situation. I know. It's it's awful. A, a, lot, of, a lot of pastors have, you know, they've changed their sermons this weekend, uh, and, mm-hmm. they're, and they're talking about, you know, just the tragedies um, that, are, that we face around the world, and especially that one. Yeah, and it, it actually ties good with our, uh, our podcast for today. We had somebody, well... Jason had somebody reach out to him. This is the comment that he was talking about before. He uh, was messaged on Facebook, and it was about our podcast, our first podcast, right, on sin? Yeah, Yeah, it was our very first podcast, What Sin is Greater Than Another. Yeah, we talked about um, how murder is worse than someone committing sins every single day and basically how we got the answer that it's not. They're all equally the same. Yeah, in the eyes of God. In the eyes of God, yes. Right. But in the eyes of people, they judge you worse for different things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so this this um, follower of ours sent me a note. And again, we encourage you to send us comments, send us your questions, your thoughts, uh, whether it's through Facebook Messenger, Alive Again, uh, New Egypt, right? Alive, what's it? Alive Again, N-E, at no. gmail.com. Well, that's our email address, but what's our Facebook page? Our Facebook page is Alive Again Family. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. Alive Again Family. You can find us there. You can message us there. Or, again, add your comments or thoughts to the comment section here on Facebook. So she says uh, this. YouTube. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, on YouTube. Uh, non-believers' mindsets. Oh, wait. Let me go back a little bit more. She says, oftentimes I think that non-believers, uh, they don't consider their sins having an effect on everlasting life. Isn't that you? No. Oh, is that me? Oh, mm-hmm. that is me. Good point. This <laughs> is her. That's not what she said, Th- That's people. not what she said. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> this is what she said. This is her comment to her. I wonder if non-believers think, well, my sins will be forgiven, so I'm just going to sin, not realizing that a relationship and belief is needed to acquire forgiveness. Mm-hmm. If no belief in God, those non-believers don't get to receive what God has promised us. Yeah, that's good. So that that was her her comment, um, and so this is kind. Of, this is my response to her. And I said, sadly, the Bible teaches if we reject the relationship of Jesus Christ, those who reject life will lose their life. And so I, what I'm trying to say there is that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through Jesus. So so you have to accept Him into your life, and you have to surrender your life over to Him in order to gain life. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, I think the non-believer doesn't consider their sins having an effect on everlasting life. Non-believers' mindsets are not focused on the things from above, so their understanding of sin is limited to matters of the here and now. After all, we are going off the premise they're non-believers. So that was that was the response that I gave her. Mm-hmm. And sharing that with uh, with everybody out there you know today we were really going to talk a little bit about marriage yeah. uh, but we're we're shifting gears a little bit yeah and because we uh, that comment kind of made us want to talk about a different topic right um because later on she texts me after i i give her this answer mm-hmm. um she sends me uh she says um i thanked her and i said you know hey if there's ever any other topics you think we should tackle 
please send them my way. So she said a big one that's on her mind and, and many others is, um, what does she say here? I know a big one is people ask, if God loves us, why does he take that small child or why did that tragedy happen? Yeah. And she goes on to say that sometimes she struggles with that answer. Um, yeah, so I actually what. really wanted to touch on this because I get this question a lot from people and I, I really don't know how to answer it sometimes. And even sometimes I ask like, okay, I'm, I do everything I'm supposed to do, yeah. but bad things still happen. And so why is that? Yeah. Like, why does someone that's innocent and hasn't done anything wrong deserve such bad things happening to them? And um, even my friend said, um, how did he put it? He put it like, why is it fair that I was born here in this life in America in a good family and raised like, I guess you could say wealth, not wealthy, but like had everything that I needed. Yeah. And why is there someone, a child born in a foreign country that's underdeveloped and starving. Yeah. Like what, why is it fair that I got this life and they got that life? Yeah. That's a very good topic. Mm -hmm. Are we talking about that tonight? Yeah. Oh. That's what, so that's kind of okay. what we're going to discuss. And then the, <laughs> that kind of ties in with why does bad things happen to good people, right? Yeah. Because it definitely does because they didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but they got, a worst case, I guess. I don't really know how to describe that. But yeah, they a were lot born of, into their circumstances. Yeah. A lot of people ask me that question. Why do bad things happen to good people? Right. And that's just a really good question. I feel like a lot of people would like to know the answer to that. I would like to know myself. Yeah. Um, and when I get to heaven, I'm <laughs> going to ask God to answer that question. No. The reality is, and this is a good reminder, that um, the Apples and Oranges uh, podcast is a biblically based podcast. So uh, we're going to do our best to always provide responses as they're found in the Bible. Yes. Um, there are facts that, that are found in the Bible. Uh, oftentimes when at least I give my answer and, and hopefully when Ashley gives her answer and, and we reference the Bible, we'll give you the scripture verses that uh, you can use to look up yourself uh, and, and you can search out your own salvation. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I think that it's a really good question. It's a really difficult question um, to answer. And, and oftentimes I would say that it's, all, it's very difficult to answer the question while the person is in the conflict or why, why, while the person is experiencing the pain from the situation, whatever life circumstances mm -hmm. they find themselves in. So I think that it's important to remember that you don't really want to try to tackle this topic while the person is going through um, the circumstances that they are because listen they're going through grief they're going through separation anxiety they're going through possible depression uh, there there are really strong and powerful emotions that the individual is experiencing when they go through these times when they ask god why do you allow bad things to happen to good people mm -hmm. but i think that it's really important to rewind and and focus on what I just said there. God, or people going to God and asking him that question. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that we should focus on that part? Um, because... <laughs> because of your explanation to the lady that you were, that you were saying and how you talked about having a relationship with God. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, God, God, from the very beginning when he created an Adam and Eve, he created them to be in relationship with him. Uh-huh. And so he's, he's desiring our relationship. Yeah. And while in the midst of a trial or in the midst of, of this, this really traumatic experience, um, oftentimes it causes us to turn inward. Um, and it causes us to focus on the parts of ourselves we might otherwise ignore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so some, some key scripture verses that we want to focus on sharing is found in Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5. This is Paul talking here. Um, it's in Romans. Let me just go there because I was in James. Um, it's in Romans chapter 5 verse 3 through 5 and if you want to know the version of the Bible that I'm reading from it's called the English Standard Version and it says this Paul says this now uh, I'm sorry not only that but we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that sufferings produces endurance endurance produces character character produces hope and hope doesn't put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So there's a couple of things that we want to unpack there, but I do also think that we need to point out that bad things happen to good people because this world is evil. Mm-hmm. There's evil in the world, um, and you, can, you know that by just simply looking around. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I also want to add, because I was in the car, and I was listening to a song, and I knew that that we had this comment, so I was thinking about the topic, and I was listening to the song. It's called Oh Lord by NF, so if you you guys ever want to listen to it, it's actually a really, really good song, but it relates a lot to this conversation. Um, I just want to say, I just want to read the part that's kind of going to relate to us. Okay, I'll start here. It's easy to blame God, but harder to fix things. We look in the sky like, why ain't you listening? Watching the news in our living rooms on the big screens and talking about if God's really real, then where is he? You see the same God that you say might not even exist becomes real to us, but only when we're dying in bed. When you're healthy, it's like we don't really care for him then. Leave me alone, God. I'll call you when I need you again. Okay. Yeah. That is really good. Yeah. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. I mean, for those, you know, the average individual asks for prayer. Yeah. You know, right now, you know, at Alivigan Alliance Church in Tom's River, that's where we call our church home. Mm-hmm. There is a prayer chain that goes around, and whenever there's a circumstance, uh, people reach out and they say, you know, pray for my friend, pray for my relative, pray, pray for, you know, John Doe. He's going through this. Yeah. But the reality is we oftentimes don't hear the praise reports for when God met their prayer need. Yeah. See, people go to God when they're in time of need. They go to God when they're experiencing these difficult times. Um, But when times are good, we tend to ignore God. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't need them. Yeah, and I like how he says, like, we kind of blame God, like, oh, why is this happening? Instead of, like, it wasn't God's fault that all this happened. Yeah. It, it was actually a human's fault. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's the decisions that we make in our mm-hmm. life. Now, some would say 
that those young children in Texas didn't make a decision. Yeah. That those young children in Texas were simply going to school, learning about life, and being prepared for life. Mm -hmm. and, and they're the innocent victims, and that's the evil in the, in the world. world. They, they mm -hmm. unfortunately, were confronted with evil in the world. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the individual who committed the, the heinous act uh, upon those young children and those adults in Texas, uh, but something wasn't right in his life. Yeah. Either he wasn't raised right, uh, or he had mental issues, and we were failing to meet him where where his need was for his mental condition. Mm -hmm. um, you can blame the the guns that were put in his hand. This is not a political show, so I'm not going to talk about uh, you know gun control. And but the reality is, uh, things went very wrong in that situation, and because of that innocent people were affected mm -hmm. okay um but we shouldn't be blaming god for that right now yeah that you I know that so. we, we definitely shouldn't be blaming god for that right now when you go back all, all the way to when sin was first introduced into the world mm -hmm. god gave adam and eve instruction mm -hmm. god gives you and i instruction god gives all of those listening here instruction mm -hmm. through the words found within the Bible, through pastors, through bishops and, and cardinals and popes and deacons and, and brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. God provides us direction and history repeats itself. Yeah. Adam and Eve made a decision when they received instruction to not follow the instructions given to them. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to simplify it, you know, it, it, it is as really as simple as that, but I don't mean to uh, minimize the pain and the situation that people face. I, I really don't want to minimize that or, 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 or um, reduce the emotional experience that people are going through right now I simply want to point out that instruction was given and Adam and Eve because they have free will like mm -hmm. you and I do yes Adam and Eve chose not to listen to God's instruction mm -hmm. and God is a righteous God mm -hmm. and so if we choose not to follow his instruction then we reap what we sow and again, I know that that is very difficult for us to understand, especially when, when we're talking about little children. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult for us to understand. Um, but we have to recognize that there's evil in the world mm -hmm. and that our decisions um, will have consequences. Yeah. Our, uh, the actions that we say, the words that we use, uh, they all have consequences. Mm -hmm. Some consequences are good. Some consequences are bad. Mm -hmm. But here in Romans, Paul is reminding us that even in our suffering, the Christian, the one who, who gave, gives their life to Jesus Christ, who surrenders their life to Jesus Christ, knows that no matter the trials that come, no matter the circumstances that come, we have security in Jesus Christ both here mm -hmm. and in the life to come yeah the everlasting life 
And so while we face trials here, while we face um, hard times and difficult times, Paul reminds us that the sufferings produce in us mm-hmm. endurance. Yeah. They produce character. It produces hope. Mm-hmm. And hope doesn't put, doesn't, is not put to shame. And here's the most powerful part. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts. Mm-hmm. So, why, it, why do bad things happen to good people? Because at the root of it all, mm-hmm. while we may appear to be good, mm-hmm. while we may do good things, yeah. while we may feed the homeless, or the reality is we're not good. Yeah, I, a lot of people actually say to me, like, they, like if, they, if God's real, they don't say, like, oh, I believe in God. But if he's real and I die, he's not going to send me to hell because I'm a good person. I've right. done good things. I don't, do th- I don't do anything wrong. Like, I'm just overall a good person. So why would God send me to hell if, if I'm a good person? Yeah. That, they think that's, all, that's the key to get into heaven. Like, right. Right, and, and the Bible, again, the instruction manual, the, the Bible teaches us that it's not about good works. Mm-hmm. While good works are good, and, and we encourage good works because it transforms lives, mm-hmm. it doesn't, there is still, see, so Jesus Christ went to the cross for a purpose, for a reason. Yeah. Man sinned against God, and there is nothing that man can do to pay for the consequences of that sin. Yep. So it's like um, you're driving down the New Jersey Turnpike and you get a speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. Well, we can go to court, we can look at the judge, and we can say, Your Honor, I'm guilty and I want to pay my fine. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, when we go to court mm-hmm. and the judge looks at us and the judge says, You've been found guilty because you've sinned, mm-hmm. there is no response that we can give for the judge to say, you're forgiven yeah the only response has to come from jesus christ our defense attorney Mm -hmm. who says your honor i died for their sins and therefore i paid their price their penalty Mm -hmm. and god looks at jesus and god looks at the scars in his hand god looks at the scars on his side and says their debt is paid Mm-hmm. Because Jesus Christ did that. As a matter of fact, if we keep going down in Romans chapter 5, verse 6, it says this. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For mm-hmm. one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners... Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. Actually, I well, I think you read this to me yesterday, but I didn't pick up on the fact that he mentions evil, like someone someone that does bad things and someone that does good things. Yeah. And in the end, really, they're the same. Kind of like our first podcast, how every sin is the same. Whether you do good or bad things, you still are, are, are bad, right. whether you want to be or not, just because you're born into this world. So, basically, it just it covered both bad and good people that 
the people in the world think yeah. there's a difference, but in his eyes, there's not. There's not. In, in his eyes, he loves them all. Yeah. And in his eyes, those that choose him mm-hmm. will be welcomed into the kingdom. Yeah. And those that don't choose him mm-hmm. will be banished to hell. Yeah. Hell is a very real place. Um, and so it's interesting because I think even in our first podcast, I talked about the psychology class that I'm taking right now in those Yale, the Yale, the Yale um, University study, mm-hmm. where there, people are studying whether children are born with a moral code, mm-hmm. uh, liking certain people, um, choo- choosing one over another. And they're finding that at three months old, mm-hmm. babies who we think are are born with a clean slate yeah. who are born and we are supposed to teach them the way that they go their studies are showing that they're born with a moral understanding yeah that's and they're picking right and wrong they're picking situations at because of what they see at three months old they're yeah, making that's pretty these crazy decisions. i mean i have a four month old so right it, it's uh, i can really relate to that how they just seem like a big blob and you're supposed to tell them what's right and wrong but that they actually already know right so right and and i think that there's something else that's really important to to point out that the non-believers mindset like i said to uh, the the person who uh, messaged me the non-believers mindset is not transformed see the bible says that uh, we're transformed into the renewing of our mind meaning that um that 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 all of a sudden things become clearer to us through the power and work of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit translates the Bible to us in a very different way. And, and so, because that, that's why they call the Bible the living word, because it's living, it's breathing, it, it speaks into life's circumstances. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says that I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. Yeah. He's the doorway. If you, and, and he even says... I stand at the door and knock. Will mm-hmm. you let me in? Uh, in? In a couple different spots in the Bible. So those individuals that are struggling with, why do bad things happen to good people? We have to understand their mindset. Mm-hmm. Are they Christians? Are they non-believers? Because the, the conversation individual to individual is very different. It's yeah. very different. The, the individual who's a non-believer, you almost can't explain to them why bad things happen to good people. Yeah. To the non-believer at the right, I mean, to the believer at the right time, you can speak into their life using scripture. And you, you can also speak into the life of non-believers using scripture. Mm-hmm. Your prayer is that the Holy Spirit would translate it to them in such a way that they would understand it. Yeah. Because God can meet with anybody in, in most usually these circumstances that occur is really when God will meet with them in in a unique way yeah and will make himself real to the person mm-hmm. because they're laser focused on God yeah why God like your like your song said we want to blame God mm-hmm. at that moment in time so we're laser focused on God mm-hmm. and God turns the conversation upside down usually yeah and says that I loved you or I do love you, and won't you come and follow me? Yeah, and then there's another, there's actually another part in the song where it says, it's hard to answer prayers when nobody's praying to you. I, I look around at this world we walk on, it's a smack in the face, don't ever tell me there's no God, and if there isn't, then what are we here for, and what are you doing down there? I don't know, Lord. 
Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's like people, uh, like someone that might ask this question that's a non-believer doesn't, doesn't pray to God. So why would God be in your life if you're not in a relationship with him? Yeah. If you don't believe in him. Yeah, I mean, the, my thought is that God is always in your life, whether you pay attention to him or not. Yeah. Whether well, you choose to recognize he's there, mm-hmm. I think, is the, is, the other, is the question. Because God is in everything. God is in yeah, the creation of the I world. I believe that. He's in, but whether we choose to believe it, whether we choose to recognize it or not, mm-hmm. is, is another thing, is yeah. another matter. Mm-hmm. Because we make conscious decisions. Yeah. When somebody goes up to a non-believer and says, do you believe in God? They make a decision. No, I don't believe in God. Okay, well, tell me why. Yeah. Tell me really why. Mm-hmm. And, and they're basing their decisions off of facts or experiences that they've had in life. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, they're choosing to not believe. Yeah. While God is still right there saying, I'm showing you every day that, I be- that I'm real. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're choosing not to believe. Not to believe. Mm-hmm. Just like Adam and Eve in the garden. Mm-hmm. God said, don't eat. And Adam and Eve, they, they even go back and forth. Should we eat? Shouldn't we eat? Shouldn't we eat? Shouldn't we eat? And then, then Eve is left alone in the garden. And, and Satan speaks to her through the form of a serpent. And Eve makes the decision, the conscious decision, to, to eat, eat the fruit. The fruit. Mm-hmm. So I believe that God is all around us. He's all around us through His creation. Mm-hmm. He's all, which is which is the you know nature, you know the sunrise. There's something to be said that when you go out and into the early morning and you're looking at the ocean, and you see the sun come up, there's you can you can feel His presence. There's something to be said. Uh, when you're sitting with somebody and they're talking to you um, about God, mm-hmm. you can feel his presence. So yeah. I, I think that God is always there. It's whether we choose to to spend time with him or not. Yeah. That really is the heart of the matter. Yeah. And like he says, how can I answer prayers when you don't bring them to me? Mm-hmm. But the other the other thing to remember is that, you know, while, yes, God wants you to speak it because we walk by faith and not by sight, God really is reading your heart. Yeah. And so he wants to make sure that your heart is set right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, listen, I, like, I don't go to God and say, why, why aren't you giving me a Corvette? Yeah. You gave my friend a Corvette. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not righteous. That's, mm-hmm. that's not the true desire mm-hmm. of my heart. Yeah. Right? So... So it's a very difficult conversation. It's a very difficult topic to have. I also want to point out another scripture. It's found in James chapter 1. It says this, James chapter 1, verse 2. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So there's something to be said that when you go through trials, mm-hmm. when you go through these situations, it builds in you, again, whether you want to recognize it or not, it builds in you a steadfastness. Mm-hmm. It builds in you um, character and perseverance, integrity. Um, it, there, are, there are these effects, there are these results that these trials build in you. And what I love about this verse is, is right after he says that, he says, right, remember, he says this, and let steadfastness have its effect, full effect, 
that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But this is what he says. See, God is, a, God is an amazing God. He'll always give you the answer. Mm-hmm. He'll always give you the answer. But the question is, do you listen? Because mm-hmm. here's the answer. He says right here in verse 5, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Mm-hmm. So, he's, so, so you might ask, well, how do I get through this pain? How do I get through this trial? How do I get to this place where I'm building steadfastness and I'm, I'm being perfected? Mm-hmm. Well, ask God. Yeah. That's what it says. If you lack wisdom, ask God, mm-hmm. and he'll give it to you. Yeah, and a lot of times it, when people are going through something that's ter- like in their life that they, that's terrible for them or makes them depressed or anxious or anything like that, they grow closer to God if they believe in him because that's their hope, yeah, you know? So right. I think that's the whole, the whole point in that is like he wants to build his relationship with you, so there's things that not he doesn't make go wrong but when they do go wrong he's there even more to build that relationship yeah that's right that's powerful mm-hmm. that, that is that's definitely good and and again I, I say this going back to the very beginning like we're not at least i'm not saying that when you go through the situation the, the trial the 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 bad thing that happened i'm not saying it's not hard yeah, me neither. I'm not saying it's not painful. I'm not I'm not in any way minimizing the the real effects that those situations have in your life. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I've been through some things that have been bad and they definitely brought me closer to God, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, there was a point in my life where I wasn't close to God at all and a lot of bad things were happening. And then I grew I went back to church and started doing things and and my relationship got better with him but honestly things things in my life that were bad didn't go away right for sure like actually i had more bad things happen to me and it's just really about that consistent faith that you keep in him yeah that, well, that's it, important that's the key yeah i think that that really is the key because i think yesterday when we we tried to record this podcast and we, and we, we blew it up. It was, it was a really good one. It, yeah, it, it really was a good one. But yesterday we reminded everybody that, listen, when you accept Jesus Christ into your life, when you surrender your life to Jesus Christ, it doesn't mean that you'll be shielded from all of these pains. You'll be shielded from all of these, these uh, yeah. circumstances. There's actually times where, like, I forget that. Like, someone will ask me the question, why do bad things happen to good people? And I sh- probably should have the answer for that. But, like, because I I would consider myself a good person and I, and I believe in God. So, like, someone might say, well, why do bad things happen to you if you go to church and you do this and you do that right? And it's just like, because I was born into a world where bad things happen. That's it's right. not God doing those things to me it's just because of the nature of sin right it's this world is a broken world Mm -hmm. and we were born in to a broken world yeah but god provided the solution through the person of jesus christ through his walking on the earth through his dying on the cross Mm -hmm. through his 
death yeah and then through his resurrection mm -hmm. and he says again that i'm the way the truth and the life and and we need to to walk by faith and not by sight as a matter of fact the rest of that verse in james chapter uh, one verse six it says but let him ask in faith mm -hmm. with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Mm -hmm. For the person who must not, for that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Yeah. So this, and I love what you said there, this is a daily surrendering mm -hmm. to Christ. I, I, I shared yesterday that when I wake up, one of the first things that I do is I read Philippians chapter 2. It's a scripture It's in, in the Bible that really reminds me about humility, yeah. how Christ laid down or he, he cloaked his deity to become a man and, and become a servant. Yeah. And so I, I read that to remind myself that I need to be a humble servant for Christ every day. I need to surrender. And in that, I say, God, help me have the eyes to see the person you're going to bring into my life that mm -hmm. you want to speak to yeah and that you want to transform their world not for me not for the church but for god mm -hmm. god wants his relationship back with everybody listening to this podcast everybody that's watching us on youtube everybody that's listening on spotify and apple Podcasts. There you go. he wants to be in relationship with you and then when we come and we ask Jesus Christ to do our life, and when we, we allow him to take over, every morning we wake up and say, I surrender. Mm -hmm. Thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven through me and your Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So it's a daily, it's a daily surrendering. Um, and, and so it's a broken world. It's a, it's a, it's a fallen world. And that, until Jesus Christ comes back and makes the world anew, we have to, we have to endure the consequences of our sin, of our action, mm -hmm. and our ancestors' actions. Yeah, that's, that's tough sometimes, right? Well, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It definitely is because we're again we're, we're focused on the here and the now. You know, again, if we're dealing and talking with the non-believer, they, they might have struggles understanding that there are generational curses that, that you know, our great-great-grandfather created in our, in our life. Yeah, those are real, too. That's, right. that's true. Mm -hmm. It's very true. And so we're, we're not only living our life out, but we're living out our ancestors' life mm -hmm. through the generational um, circumstances that they've created. Yeah. So, um, but, w you know, bad things happen to good people. Yeah. But Jesus Christ wants you to know that he will never leave you. Mm -hmm. He'll never forsake you. He calls you his friend. He'll hold back the waters. He'll, uh, when, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ref referencing some, some very powerful stories in the Old Testament. Moses goes through the Red Sea, and it wasn't Moses who held back the waters. It was God. Mm -hmm. It was God who sustained them through the circumstance, through the trial of running away from the Egyptians, the slave owners. It was God who held back the waters. 
Yeah. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel. They find themselves entering a fiery furnace. Three go in. The guard outside of the door is standing there, and the king says, uh, how are they doing? And the guard looks in, and he says, there are four in the fiery furnace. Well, we put three in there. Well, that's, that's, that's Jesus uh-huh. who's protecting Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego while in the fire mm-hmm. in such a way that when they leave the fire, they don't even smell like smoke. You know when you sit around a campfire? Oh, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and you go inside and you stink like smoke? Yeah, you can't go to sleep. you got to get in the shower and right. wash off. you got to get right <laughs> in the shower. you gotta, you got you to gotta wash off. And so Shadmak, Meshach, and Abednego, they go in that fire. They exit that fire, not even smelling like smoke. Daniel goes into the lion's den, and he comes out, and the lions are his friend. Mm-hmm. This is the God who sustains us. This is the God who redeems us. This is the God who restores us. Now I'm preaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you don't know Jesus Christ, if you haven't made him your personal savior, if you don't know, if you don't have a good Bible-believing, gospel-preaching church, send us a comment on YouTube, uh, you know, and, and we'll get in touch with you, and we'll look up in your geographical area. Bible preaching, gospel preaching churches that you can go to to learn more about who Jesus Christ is. Uh, if you don't have a Bible, get in touch with us. Uh, get in touch with us. Alive again, ne at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Uh, just just get get in touch with us. We want to help you find and understand your relationship with Jesus Christ because yes. your world will never be the same. And for those of you that are going through trials, for those of you that, uh, that are good and you're, you're experiencing um, tough times or why, you know, you, bad things are happening to you, we want you to know that there are people that are praying for you, mm-hmm. that there, there are people who are lifting you up in prayer and that God will never leave you nor forsake you. And he's right there by your side. All you have to do is surrender and say, Lord, take over. Because I can't do this, but you can. Yes, that's good. That's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. That's all <laughs> I've got on the topic. I'm sure we got, you know, oh, the other person who I'd love to have on the podcast, I got. I do have a couple more plugs here. Oh, Pastor, okay. Pastor William <laughs> Meyer, um, Dr. Reverend William Meyer, um, he, you know, we should have him on this podcast because he would give us, he would give us some really good insights. Yeah on these topics. And the other, the other point that I want to mention to you is um, Alive Again Alliance uh, has, has some counseling service, oh, restoration yeah. and redemptive counseling. Uh, we, great counselors, Pastor Greg Elias is, is uh, definitely an expert in, in the counseling field. Um, if you don't have a good counselor that, y- that you talk to when you're going through these difficult times or you don't have a good network of friends, reach out, restorationandredemptivecounseling.com. I'm sure he'll do virtual sessions. He'll do them online with you, or come on down if you're in the if you're in the Tom's River, New Jersey area. Check out Alive Again Alliance and 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 meet with Pastor Greg and some of the other counselors um, at Restoration and Redemptive Counseling. Uh, these are good, biblically based, bibli- uh, gospel grounded um, um, pastors uh, who who are there to help you navigate through these tough times. Mm-hmm. RestorationAndRedemptiveCounseling.com, AliveAgainAlliance.com. Go check it out. These are some of the, uh, the, the organizations we're connected to. Yes. 
Well, you got to close this out here, out. Ashley. Well, what are we? What are we? Uh, what are we gonna close out saying? What do you want uh, to to calm down with? <laughs> well, I, I guess you know again, you know, just that we're praying for the families in Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're praying that for, for sure. all those uh, that are in Texas. Our prayers go out go out to everybody involved in that. Um, we want to wish everybody oh a good Memorial Day weekend. A, a good and, a great Memorial thank, Day weekend. Thank all the veterans and people active right now in service for yeah. their uh their huge dedication and commitment to this country we want to ask people to, sh- to get in touch with us co- topics oh yeah that's we what i wanted to say i want i really want to say that i want people to comment more and really reach out to us to tell us what they want us yeah. to talk about right i'm pretty excited for the next i don't know if it's gonna be the next podcast who knows what the next one's gonna it be it was supposed to be marriage this podcast but unfortunately yeah. that got changed i mean actually i like that it got changed because we had a really good conversation today thank you for about the question this. yeah thank you to the person on facebook that messaged messaged us ooh, ooh. but um uh we really like if other people could do that so that we have more to talk about we definitely have a lot more coming we have some people that are going to come on i think yeah. that for our marriage one jake ooh, my husband jake Duffner. Michael, oh, you might see a little uh, marriage counseling there <laughs> yeah that's right maybe um, maybe lorelei will join the conversation yeah. um so uh if you can <laughs> just reach out because that would be really great for us we want to hear what you guys have to say uh other than that like share all that good stuff all that good stuff make sure you share this podcast and uh you like it and uh just keep listening And we hope that we see you in the next one. Can't wait to talk to you again. Have a good one. All right. Bye, guys.